Hello and welcome to the Anime Arcade Podcast. This is episode 93, or at least I hope it is. Uh, <laughs> my name is Carlos and I'm joined here with my co-host, Logan. Yo. And my sometimes other co-host, uh, whose name escapes me, it's Kube. There you go. Yeah, hello. <laughs> Sorry, that was a joke. Uh, <laughs> and today... We uh, did the first ever hentai podcast. I'm sorry. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, don't get your it's hopes up. It's pretty raunchy. <laughs> no, today, because we have Cubay, uh, you should know I'll already. Come on. You... <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. Damn no. it. Now we have to do this all over again. Okay, no, thank uh, you. <laughs> Flat so flippers. Today we did uh, our spoiler cast for uh, flip flappers. I almost said that wrong. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. Uh, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. We actually talked a lot, uh, a lot more than I thought we were going to. Uh, but don't I think look at the episode length. Dis- yeah, don't look at Not the episode important. length. But I think it was a good discussion. Yeah. 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 All right. So, um, well, without further ado, and and to keep you from my rambling because I've been drinking. Spoiler uh, warning. Let's get into the episode. <laughs> Thanks for listening. So, I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> you beers. I'm uh, tired. <laughs> you didn't do anything. I know. <laughs> I guess I can make you tired. It's funny that, like, we can know because, you know, you guys you guys are A, roommates and B, coworkers. So yeah. That's not yeah. true. I decided to play league today and that was the most exhausting thing i've done all week we won any games uh we won one. Oh, that's right yeah our, our poke oppressive team that uh-huh. was just yeah you guys were playing arams though right yeah. yeah just killing some time i mean so at, at the very least it's not like a huge commitment i mean yeah. it's not like i don't i think i've seen a couple I, i've been in a couple arams that have like lasted I don't know, like, well, a long time, like a long time for an ARAM being like thirty minutes to like fifty minutes. But I mean, some some SR games I've had like trump that by a mile. I had a fifty minute uh, Rift game, I think, just last week. 
Yep, I was in one. Yeah, we were playing that. that that's that's why I stopped because like we won, but I was like, God, I'm so exhausted after that game. Mm-hmm. You do, you get like mentally drained. It's just like, oh, God. you're you're constantly making decisions. That's why I like it. It's an engaging game to me, for sure. It keeps no, my attention. I mean, that, that that's why I've been playing it since 20, 2010, 2011. I don't remember when TJ introduced it to me. It was sometime when I lived in Virginia, but. uh but yeah, no, we we definitely and we have the good, the cool thing about it is we do have the community for it that like enjoys playing it well enough that we can at least have like a three stack to a five stack at any given time. Yeah. Um. So. No solo queue. If for you're us. interested in that, jump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I mean solo queue is a blessing and a curse, <laughs> and mostly a curse. <laughs> I mean when I when I when I started playing, I mostly played solo queue because uh like dj couldn't always be on um and yeah like i can't tell you how many like as a support main back then how many times i got called a worthless piece of shit for not buying warts well, <laughs> i mean it's just true though <laughs> i'm actually surprised there isn't more flame for like checking your teammates vision scores and seeing your support and saying why is your vision score a five 20 minutes into this game that you know, you know what's that, funny that was is like actual numbers to back up people actually playing the vision game, and I'm surprised I don't see. Play- what's funny is is since since uh, like a lot of the changes and stuff like that, and obviously and since I I started playing jungle more back in I think like season four or five, um, I see uh, supports uh, flaming their 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 ADCs more. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's it, like the shoes on the other foot. I've noticed that too. <laughs> and I, I, I catch myself sometimes too, like over criticizing, like when I do get to play support, over criticizing my AD carry. I feel bad. I'm like, oh shit, I'm, I've become <laughs> the monster. <laughs> do we just want to make this a league podcast? Sure, why not? Yeah, let's 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 talk about the meta. It sucks. It always sucks. It it's always sucks for one reason or the other. I brought up to Phil the idea of doing an ARAM podcast, yeah, there uh, you go. but that would require effort. Well, Carlos <laughs> stole my bit already, so I'm out. <laughs> oh, did I? Everything sucks. Wait, what? It all oh, sucks. Oh yeah. Oh, my bad, Logan. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm here That's, to put a I'm rosy glow on it. To- I'm here to steal your thunder. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, they were right. <laughs> okay, no, this is bad. I can't say this on air. <laughs> I'm trying <laughs> to lift the mood. I was gonna, I was gonna say we are really stealing your jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Carlos! You can infer from that. Damn you! Yeah, you can infer from that. Yes, <laughs> we won't go any further than that. Um, but no, no, we are here today uh, not to talk about League of Legends, although uh, that is what two-thirds of us most recently were doing um but instead to talk about a show that we recently watched in the group watch uh called flip flappers so um we who voted on who whose was, show uh, was this phil's. uh phil's phil uh okay he didn't no. nominate another one did he all right well whatever anyway yeah, he just so, can't reliably make it so he so yeah as much as it pains me to say this Thank you, Phil, for the suggestion. <laughs> and uh, and Cubay, uh, why don't you uh, give us the particulars on Flip Flappers? Okay, uh, Flip Flappers is uh, anime. Came out in uh, 2016. 
from Studio 3 Hertz, who's kind of a new studio, and they've done some good work. Uh, they've largely only done Princess Principle, Dimension W, and the recent uh, SAO, GGO anime. Uh, that's largely all they've done in spinoffs of those. So they've done pretty good work so far. Uh, it's directed by Kiyotaka Oshiyama, who he's never actually directed a full series before, but he's done a lot of uh, key animation work. Uh, some pretty fantastic uh, work. Uh, look him up on the One Sakuga site. Uh, uh, series compositions by Yuniko Ayana, who has uh, worked on Bang Dream, Ground Control, The Psychoelectric Girl, Idolmaster Side M, Girls Beyond the Wasteland, and scripts for a bunch of other shows. Notice this show had uh, three other script writers, including the director, because this is an anime original. Uh, there's no source material, which is great, which means we get an ending. Do we? Right? <laughs> yeah. Do we? I mean, we do. Kind. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll, we'll get, get to it. it. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, that's the show um, Carlos, that we got for you. Huh? What the hell is this show about? <laughs> that's a damn good question. Uh, other world gem collecting. That's the best I got. So, fake go. Got it. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. No, not, not fake go. Uh, because there's no history involved. Uh, it's so, also, it's also pretty gay. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, uh, uh a lot of, uh, Yuri vibes for sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. I mean, I can I, definitely see that. I think you can pretty much <laughs> um, straight up infer. That it's so the Yuri, the best that, that I got just kind of try to synopsize it is we come across, um, a, a girl named, uh, Cocoa. Kokona, Kokona, yeah, Kokona. Sorry, um, who's just a regular high school? No, middle school, something like that. Uh, a schoolgirl. Schoolgirl. Yeah, they're, they're about to pick their high school. There you go. Okay, so they're middle schoolers. It yeah. doesn't really matter. She's a schoolgirl. Um, and uh, one day she comes across a crazy eccentric uh, girl named Papika uh, in the uh, like back forest area of her school and Papika's kind of living in this uh gigantic um piping structure it looks like it's just there for whatever reason yeah yeah (laughs) no that's i mean it just it's it looks like it's meant to be you know underground connected to a larger sewerage system but it's just there on the on the grounds um and Papika takes uh kokona into this uh, other world uh, called Pure Illusion. Uh, the first one is the snow world, if I'm remembering yeah, it correctly. Is. It is the snow world. Okay. And they just kind of hang out. Like, they just kind of chill out. And and Coconut's got... I'm sorry, not Coconut. Pop- Papika's got this crazy flying surfboard. And they, they fly around and, and just have a grand old time. They have the robot with them, uh, Buchan. That's right. Yeah, they they have this this weird robot with them, and very uh, important. Yeah, very important. Not really. Uh, he has a I, role I, to play. It. I just kept I kept expecting. We'll get. To it. <laughs> uh, so eventually, in this first episode, there's a 
stampede of of uh, slugs? Uh, question mark sh- that are covered yeah. in snow. Uh, yeah, they're. I mean, like, kind of. Uh, they're most reminiscent of like the Ohm from Nauska. Like a lot, like a lot of that scene kind of reminds me of that. Like they're they're definitely not as bug like, but they're just mm. kind of large tubular things that are just unstoppable and <laughs> yeah, running that are, that into are... a frozen lake. Yeah, frozen. Uh, and um, coconut ends up uh, under that lake, um, and Papika saves her, and together they. In this one, they do claim a crystal, right? One of the the. I don't uh, the... Yes. Okay. Yeah. The, so they 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 grab like one of these fragments of of pure illusion, and they take it back with them. And like from there, like that's like the the first episode, and they don't really explain anything after the first episode. You do get more kind of um, I don't want to say backstory, but like exposition. Uh huh. Uh, Papika works for an organization that is trying to dive into Pure Illusion, which is different, um, I don't want to say worlds, it's almost like dimensions uh, of almost imagination. Um, <laughs> it's so hard to explain. <laughs> this show is so weird, so weird. Uh, it doesn't help that I'm, again... That I, I think I said this off air, but um, haven't eaten anything since this morning, and I'm a few beers in. Uh, so if anyone wants to take this from me, I would much appreciate it. <laughs> There's the one with the notes, so. Okay. Oh, uh, well, episode at the end of episode one, they actually get, uh, Papika gets captured. Like, they both get captured. And then the next episode starts off with just Coconut waking up at home, and it's kind of a repeat of the first episode. Except that's right. Papika shows was... up outside the train on her surfboard, and like everyone sees her. And but n- no, no one sees. Like no one even looks up. No one even like like deigns to notice this girl flying around on a surfboard. Uh, that was episode one, but episode two, episode two they do see her. Oh, okay, and I'm we also get introduced that. to Yayaka, uh, who is, uh. Kokona's like childhood friend, yeah, the, and all this the blonde school school friend or whatever, yeah, right. And uh, episode two was the episode where uh, the bunny, like yes. it's the bunny's world, right? You 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 yeah, yeah. That's such a hard. That's a that's an easy name to say. Anime, thank you. Um. That is not the one where we're introduced to uh, uh, Yayaka's organization, right? No. No, but we do get uh, Poppy, the organization that Papika is a part of with Salt and uh, company. Yeah. Sayuri and, is, and Hidaka. Yeah, Salt being the like uh, older, like, I don't want to say, like, I guess president or chief, <laughs> chief of yes. this underground organization that's like having uh Kokona and Papika dive into pure illusion to get these fragments uh, or gems or whatever. Yeah, this is the episode where it's kind of like the Wonderland episode where they go in chasing after uh Yuskyo after he gets like pulled in by the statue, like the statue uh-huh. like moves out of the way and like a hole opens up and 
takes them away. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, so, so that episode, and they all like, get rabbit ears, and oh, yeah, Bobbyga can't stop gnawing on things because <laughs> of her teeth now, and we get like badass Yuxkule. Yeah, like the, a skill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, like like normally he's like this weird amorphous blob of Green a bunny. And, yeah, he just looks so weird. But like, I mean, not that he doesn't look weird in Pure Illusion because he is anthropomorphic and like ripped, like you know, ri- like ridiculously ripped bunny man thing. Um, but that that is when we get the uh, what do you call it? Yeah, the organization that that uh, um, Kokona uh, comes to work for. Uh, Flip Flap uh, is the name of the organization. Yeah. Oh, that Flip Flap is also. I think we get it in the next episode. Flip Flap is the transformation word because they have a transformation sequence uh, when they're in pure illusion to go into like their magical girl mode, like magical yeah. girl. Yeah, because episode three yeah. is the Mad Max episode. Yes, and I was happy with the Mad Max. Like that was the Desert Punk yeah. episode. Yep. And it just throws us in with just, here's Poppyka in the middle of a desert at the start of episode three with like no explanation. But we can assume that she's in another pure illusion. And, right, right. Uh, this one is just a fun episode to watch, I think. You don't need context, honestly. There's so, so much good animation, action animation in this. It's unreal. Yeah. And, and this one... Um... Yeah, like you said, Papika wakes up in this desert, or you know, we we're we're showing her waking up in this desert. We don't, we're not giving any context, given any context for it or anything like that. Um, and she comes across this uh tribe of like peaceful creatures or whatever that are constantly being harassed by these um super buff Mad Max <laughs> type gang gang members. Yeah, and uh, uh, when Papika beats beats the the gang members. They call on their like their I think they call Aniki, but it's just like Big Brother. Boss. But it's just it's it's Kokona. Well, Anika literally no, means sure, older I think brother. They called her boss in the. Uh... Oh okay, yeah, because Carlos they? and I we watched the subtitle version, and Logan watched it dub. Oh okay okay sorry yeah, yeah, I got sorry. confused. Uh, but um. Coconut, yeah, Coconut comes out and they fight and, and like you can't really tell it's Coconut because she's got you a mask on, but you know, <laughs> yeah, she's a um, school oh, Papika girl can't really tell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, Papika beats her, and it turns out that uh, oh, there's like a so demon like, contro- controlling the gang. Yeah, it's like Papika headbutts Coconut's mask and breaks it, and then like this little child who is like helping out Papika in the village turned out to be that she was the person who like was there when Kokona landed. And she's like this kind of weird, uh, well, wist well, yeah. her name was hard to say. Yeah. She looked like she honestly like looked to me like a mix of a villain from, I mean, they're both from the same studio, but like, Kill a Kill and um, Darling in the Bronx. Mm. Like I like that character would be right at home in either of those shows. Yeah, um, there's a lot of like trigger and Dynax feelings from a lot of shots in this show. Mm. 
Especially this episode. Yeah. Um, and then we also get the first uh like transformation sequence into like their uh their flip flapping form. Magical girl magical form. girl form. Where they trade yeah. hair colors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh this is also That would be interesting. What changing hair colors when we transform Carlos? Yeah. 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 So you get well, brown hair, like, I get black. I become like yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe not as interesting as I was magic. <laughs> you can always straight hair comes with Phil, as in you oh, lose no. your hair and you get some. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, okay. Anyways, this is also the first episode where we do uh, get to see Yayaka as the kind of pseudo antagonist uh, or rival, I guess, for these mm. shards that they're trying to collect um, with her two cronies. Uh, Toto and Yu-Yu. And they show up and take the gem from yeah. them that they got from beating the, the witch. Well, witch, yeah. I mean, it's not a witch. This reminded well, me, and, and kind yeah. of... Uh, it bugged me, but it reminded me of um, Cardcaptor Sakura, where every now and again, like, she'd get the card, but mm. um, Shithead would run away with it. I don't remember what his name was. It doesn't matter. Again, been drinking. My apologies. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I didn't like this kind of like, like, oh, we got the shard, but because we're so beat up, you know, here, have it. Uh, I mean, it, it did make yeah. them, it, it did swoop in like, and take paint it. them more as the villains and stuff like that. So it was, it was easier to swallow that way. But, uh, you know, still didn't, didn't really appreciate that. Um, uh, the following episode after that, um, we actually start to see more of uh, the organization that Yayika um, and uh, the other two, Toto and Yuyu, uh, belong to. Not, okay, I won't say see more. We see them for the first time. Um, and they are these crazy, like, it's really hard not to make the, the, the draw the distinction to clansmen because... Because they wear, they have the pointy hat. They oh, have these weird, for sure. like, I didn't want to say it, like, because the like, listener who maybe hasn't watched the show and is like, "I'm going to listen to see if I want to watch the show." It's really hard not to say they look like clansmen because they look like clansmen, kind of, kind of, <laughs> enough to to make to to say something about uh, it. But huh? yeah, so they they work for I don't know future clansmen who know about imagination land and whatever and whenever they get a shard they feed it into this weird um almost like an antenna or something and it just goes up and so at this point we're not sure you know what's going on or why they need these shards (laughs) yeah at this point to be fair it's gonna be a while till we know what's happening like Mm. it's true yeah because then we we get the episode where they have to, they learn about like impedance and trying to like match each other. So there's like a whole bunch of like team building in a way, I guess yeah. between Papika and Kokona, like they go out on the, it's like the, uh, take the, their hover surf out to like an Island. They catch some fish <laughs> and then she lost her hover surf. And yeah, they get like the, Kind of, it's like a beach episode, right? Because like they're stranded on the teamwork island. episodes, yeah. Making, yeah, teamwork episode. Uh, before the very end of that episode, we get a 
pure illusion because there was no, no they were actually in the illusion that whole episode until the very end that doesn't get muddied again yeah. until later on in the show though um <laughs> uh oh god the fifth episode is <laughs> odd it kind it's a of horror episode kind of but really not i i wasn't I like you know a good horror episode will creep you out real well or actually scare you, which is kind of harder to do. But um, uh, <laughs> this one I was like I was creeped out early and then just like yeah. okay this is silly. Um, so they find themselves in, in pure <laughs> illusion again uh, after the island, um, and this time it's a, like a spooky mansion kind of thing or a spooky school. Yeah, that kind of looks like a mansion. Um, and all the students at the school have this weird, like, how do I put it? Like Rorschach. I was going to say Rorschach Scribble type face, face, but yeah, that makes yeah. more sense. It's it's more scrub- sure. Yeah, it's like they're all blurred out and like their mouths are just and, like, and when they black, talk, kind of it's like in this circles, right? really creepy, distorted voice. Uh, and it's always as a whole. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and they, yeah. Uh, you know, at first they're creeped out by this, but eventually they're brought in by these creepy. Yeah, they're brought in by these creepy otherworldly nice. schoolgirls, and they start following the routine of them. Like they kind of get sucked in and become part of their routine, where they're going to school with these See, creepy I, things. I, I don't know if you're getting to this point, but. I'm pretty sure they were repeating the the same day. Yeah, well, but but they were repeating the same like yeah. So they're repeating the same day, but they're it's like they get sucked into the routine. Sure, sure, sure. The okay, routine, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, and they don't see like every time they try and think outside of that, outside of the routine, outside of uh the world they're in right now. They just they they make um how do I put this? They make uh like excuses almost um for why it'd be fine if they just kind of stuck around until they start kind of forgetting the outside mm-hmm. it is kind of creepy in that mm-hmm. sense but it was also really silly um and yeah yeah you gave him the hint of uh, go home before the bell is done yeah. chiming because at midnight it strikes 11 times and then it resets Which- so it never hits the twelfth, which is fu- is fine and, and cool that she knew that. But we like we never know how she knew that, <laughs> or why, yeah. or anything. Because uh, okay, well I'm going to jump forward kind of a little bit. Um, Yayaka's organization uh, wants the gems. Obviously, we talked about this, but Yayaka and and you know. Um, uh, Toto and Yuyu, they they can't detect the crystals in per- pure illusion. However, Papika and Coconut, whenever they go in, they immediately go in where the gem is going to be. Like it's it's kind of like inborn right. into them, and we'll get into why later. Like they've got better technology for tracking where it is or yeah. something to get them better place than. Uh, flip flop, but it's does. never explained how Yayaka has so much more information. Like aside from like like yeah, the tracking stuff that's fine. But like, how did she know eleven bells? Like, how did she know anything? Because when you go into pure illusion, like each world is different, so it's never the same world twice. It seems unless unless I'm wrong about that. Unless they because at 
at this point in the story, uh, multiple characters are telling Kokona like how she just kind of goes with the flow, how she's not really guarded enough on these things. Like she she's not making like decisions or she's not looking for ways out of issues and she keeps getting into trouble. So yeah, like trying to help in a weird way. I mean, that's, that's, and, and that's true. That, that is Kokoda's character, but it's just, it, it's so, yeah. that is one thing that bugged me about that episode is how anybody knew because like thinking back to it now, I still don't know how she knew any of that. Unless she's already gone through the cycle, you know, and it's like, okay, it strikes 11 times and then it resets. But, but then she would have the, the other the gem like, and, and they wouldn't care. They wouldn't be there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hmm. But yeah, so so they eventually do break the loop, um, and you know the they're chased by the the creepy blurry faced girls for a while until they eventually get the uh, the fragment. I, I think in that one they actually do retrieve the fragment. Uh, but Yayaka demands demands that Coconut refuses. Hmm. That's kind of the end of the episode after she helps them, right? Um, so that one was weird. <laughs> uh, I'm, okay, that's that really. You know what? Take that back. That can be applied to a lot of this show. <laughs> um, so the next one was my favorite episode, and mostly because fuck, it's hard to watch. Um, so in the next episode, uh, we get a like a, a little bit of a, a precursor uh, in that uh, we we follow around, um their friend who is in the art club kind of by herself, Iroha, uh, Iroha uh, Irodori. And she, um, really the, the precursor is just, she's in the art club and there's a, a painting that she finds interesting in the main hall. Um, I don't remember how or why they go into uh, pure illusion this time. Uh, so we met Iroha several episodes mm. earlier. At the mm. at there, and that's where she made friends with mm. Kokona. And then since then, every time that Kokona would like have lunch or whatever with Iroha, but Papika doesn't like going in that room because she doesn't like the smell of the paint because Papika's a puppy and has a very sensitive <laughs> sense of smell. Um, but uh, yeah, th- this time they go they go to the room because they baked cookies in home ec, right? And she and Kokona wanted to share them. And that's when we get like the whole Iroha talking about her using the uh, nail polish in one of the paintings, and not, not being which... able to use nail pol- nail polish on herself for a certain reason. That's right. And... Right. She didn't feel like she had the right to mm. wear it. And then it was like right from there, my notes just say cut right to them transforming and fighting in a pure right. illusion. Okay. So the pure illusion this time around was really sad. Well, uh, each. Huh? It- so it it was kind of a weird thing. It starts off with them fighting like in Iroha's painting against uh, yeah. Yayaka. And then right. the appears and mm. Yayaka tells them not to go in it, but they go. They go into it anyway. That's right. This is when yeah. we start to realize that in Pure Illusion, you can actually dive into people's minds. That's right. I'm, I'm getting out of myself by saying that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. So yeah. At first, it's just like this weird black tunnel and uh, they just go in. Because they're trying to get away because they wanted to keep the stone. Right. No, they dropped the stone in, right? Mm, I don't think they dropped the stone uh, in. Is that... Honestly, it doesn't matter. Maybe. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, 
As, yeah, like just thinking about it. Uh, but so they go into this um, this gateway within Pure Illusion, and um, each girl has to take turns being Iroha. Well, they both call themselves Iroha, but each one has. That's not even to like half of the episode. No, it's just Iroha. Yeah, we, we we don't really we don't really see anything about that. But uh, Kokona is uh, like. It, it it's done so well with the lighting in the show, but she's like, it's yeah, it's, it's it's my favorite. It's it's what what makes a show like worth watching to me. Um, so she's walking around and and like after school, she goes to her grandma's house, and she has a really good time uh, hanging out with grandma. Um, being called Eero, I think. Um, uh, and she like is like coloring and stuff like that like doing normal little kid things until grandma tells her she has to go home and suddenly she kind of you know like she's less enthusiastic about going home um and then she's taken home and at this point that's when we see papika because papika insists that she that uh coconut trade places with her that she become Eero and I, they didn't even have a name for the other one. Uh, right. They're just... But yeah. the house was colored in a much more dark, depressing, like a lot of blues and stuff like that. Uh, it was shown that, like, whoever this kid was, um, the parents fought a lot. Um, it was awful. It was actually really, really hard to watch. Um, but... Uh, we see that the, they're trading places like each one of them is taking turns being the one that's allowed to be in the sunlight with grandma and the one that has to like stay in color in the room while their parents are constantly yelling at each other. Um, and eventually you start seeing these little hints that grandma's getting more and more forgetful and stuff like that until we eventually get I mean, it's it's not hard to see. Um, eventually, we get the fact that grandma has full full on Alzheimer's. She's starting to especially towards the end shows uh, symptoms of, uh, of dementia. Um, and it's like, cause like this, you know, this, it, it, I think it's even at, like, there's a point where she like runs away from home and she's there at night. So it's dark when grandma's gone. Um, again, really, really well done with the, the mood and all that stuff. Um, I think she just kind of hangs out there. Right. While her, like until her parents come pick her up something like that uh well like the nail polish plays a big role in this too because like right. grandma likes to you know paints her nails and like coconut well Eero got in trouble because like her her parents like found nails like, her painted, painted right nails or whatever and you know freaked out and eventually uh grandma gave Eero a bottle of nail polish and told her to promise her that if she ever to forget her to tell her her name and that's when like we get the uh, coconut and papika together, kind of come and say that they are Iroha, right? And then the colors come back, well, and they escape. We, we also get before that we like we get the the visit in the hospital where Grandma has right. full blown dementia, completely gone. And I've seen this; it's awful, awful to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the things I am the most afraid of because in my family we have a lot of of Alzheimer's. And thinking is really one of the few things I'm good at. 
So the thought the thought <laughs> that one day I will completely lose all of that is terrifying. Um, but yeah, like that one really got me. And then yeah, they they go back and apparently like the one thing that that really weirded me out about this one is they changed the mentality after going into those portals within pure illusion of people's minds because Iroha changes quite a bit after they come out. Yeah. Um, and they, they don't really ever address this. Yeah, my my take on it is that she maybe I don't know, realized that it was okay for her to wear it. I don't know. Like she was able to tell the old lady her name so maybe like her sin wasn't bad enough that she wasn't able to wear the nail polish mm. but then there's also the whole like her throwing out like paintings from the art club yeah room she stops going to the art club room and... because it was too much it was like not enough space or something so she was just getting rid of paintings and stuff it was, it was kind of weird like, like they had this like, at the at the end of the episode i was like oh okay so they they fixed her regret so she's gonna flourish as an artist and now she can wear nail polish or whatever but then she just stops it's such a weird drop like if if what you're saying is you know if you change a person by that much or if you know like uh, the whole i don't know how you say this like um kind of butterfly effect thing like she's a completely different person because you you changed her mentality that much just by doing this one little thing i guess that's fine but it's it's so weird that they, they should put so much emphasis on her regret and all that stuff and then do this one little thing and she's a just 100% different person. Not even... And this had a big effect on Kokona. Yeah. Because it kind of freaked her out how different Iroha was after that and she just she told that she didn't want to go into pure illusions anymore after that. She was... That she was done. I mean, and, and later on we'll see that like... Going into pure illusions had a or pure illusion uh, has like a massive effect. Or, or the going into someone's mental state in pure illusion. Sorry, got sidetracked there. Has right. a massive effect on people uh, and could have a much much worse effect on people than it did on Iroha. But at the time, watching this, watching episodes, uh, going into episode seven, I was like, "What was <laughs> what was the message there?" Uh, I, I was so <laughs> confused at this point. Um, eventually we, we kind of address it, but we'll, we'll get there. Uh, episode seven was a lot of fun, uh, because that's when we get, uh, Kokona running into a bunch of different poppycas and there's like nobody else oh, around. I forgot about that. Just like everybody is, everybody is right. poppy like different kinds of poppyca. Like there's like a little chibi poppica, there's a boy poppica, there's a nagane poppica there's a punk delinquent poppica and just i don't know i it's it's really cool and fun i'm not gonna pretend to totally get it <laughs> it was a fun episode for um, sure yeah I, and just as a creative endeavor <laughs> i i enjoyed uh I enjoyed delinquent it. poppica with the the uh pompadour the ridiculously large pompadour <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it um, in this one, do they get the, uh, the gem or whatever? I don't even remember. Uh, so how it kind of concludes is, uh, 
near the end, Kokona and Papika are lying on a bed, and they talk about how Papika, how Kokona wants Papika to be Papika and to stop changing. And then they she boards a train. After a while, I just have Yaika come to show up, get a shard, and leave. <laughs> so, mm. uh, yeah. So. It was just, it was a fun episode, like, kind of as kind of a break from the more serious episode six. Episode eight was it even has, more of a break. <laughs> yeah. That was... We do learn in the end of episode seven that there's only a few more shards left. It's just a signal that we're getting close to the end of the collecting phase. Right. And, and that was nice in, in knowing or in hoping at that time that we were closing in on an ending. Um, episode eight... Mm-hmm. I don't want to go. Th- I don't want to go over <laughs> this one too too much. We uh, go into the mind of of the uh, the scientist that's been helping them this whole time. Uh, what's his name again? Hidaka. Hidaka. Yeah, the, the crazy yelly scientist that we've had this whole time, uh, who works for um, uh, Flip Flap. Either that or his it was mind? some. I thought it was it, the it, robot. I thought it was no. It was a. Uh, was it Puchan's mind? It was the robot. the robot. Yeah. Holy. Okay. Well, that yeah. changes a lot. For well, not really. That changes a little bit for me. It would make more sense to me if it was the scientist mind because he's eccentric, but <laughs> sure. Someone's mind was entered and apparently it was the robot because the robot is, and we haven't gone over this yet, uh, a robot with a brain inside of it, like a literal actual human brain is is nestled inside the core of this robot. Yeah. Um, they never explain why. <laughs> this is the one that starts off at the pool. Um, and Buchan is a pervert robot who yep. is swinging around, uh, looking at uh, girls in their school bathing suits. Yeah, his like little that little dial thing on the front that switches to different symbols is uh, yeah, enjoyable different, bit of different humor kanji characters. To me. <laughs> yeah, some of them I was like, I actually recognize. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so th- they end up um, going into his brain. And uh, it's a crazy, like, Pacific Rim, like, Gundam, ridiculous robot fight type thing <laughs> going on. Yeah, but before that, we get the giant pigeons with a laser beam attack. Oh, and God, I forgot. <laughs> I tried to erase that from <laughs> my brain. Enemies. <laughs> the mob it, enemies. It, it looks a lot like, <laughs> and I remember... Uh, trying to remember this uh, when we were when we were talking about the episode, but it reminded me of Tron. Like it, like the yeah. the whole city puts me in the mind of Tron. It's kind of like a cyber mm-hmm. city, but like very like cyber city, like as envisioned by someone in the eighties. Very neon, yeah. very like big, all kinds of machines and stuff like that, and in the middle there's this giant what they call like it's like a brain core brain whatever it's like this big building with the giant sphere over the top of it that um uh that has to be protected um and kokona and papika have to uh board mechs to (laughs) fight off this giant robot menace (laughs) that comes to destroy uh like the, the brain of the city or whatever it's ridiculous like the whole robot, the whole like giant monster is the shard. Yeah, as they called it. it it's ridiculous. It's very trigger. 
Because it's just like the mechs and stuff. Everything just gets exponentially bigger in the span of one episode. Um, but it's- so they get like the uh, the mechs diffused together. And there's like this 80s music kicking and the like, transformation sequence of like the robots joining up to become Papina King. And, <laughs> and then Yayaka joins them. And I had it written as Yapiko mode, Yapiko boy. For some reason, so they called it. I don't know if they call it an English dub, but I can't imagine it's too different from that. Jeez. Yeah, and they. Yeah, they just keep doing that until they beat the giant robot and help Mr. Son, who's a tiny little man. <laughs> the tiny little. <laughs> His. His control room being small and then like all the girls just kind of cramped in there. Uh, it's a pretty great visual. Because he's short. He's like super short. Yeah. yeah. He's normally proportioned, but he's just small. For whatever reason. Um. So yeah, that was the, the giant mech episode, which was weird. Um, the... And the girls and Kukuna and Papika do get the shard because Mr. gives it to them because he said they deserve mm. it. He took it away from the uh, twins. Right. Um, the following episode actually does involve the twins uh, a little more, kind of. Uh, this is the one where, uh, what do you call it? Yayaka and Papika are kind of having a falling out because Papika keeps calling Kukuna something else. Mm-hmm. Um, Mimi, I believe. Yeah, Mimi, and yep. uh, uh, Kokona, along with Toto and Yuyu, get uh, um, ensnared in this trap where it's kind of like just a room. Um, and Yayaka uh, and Papika have like a fight outside of the room while Papika's trying to rescue Kokona. Um, and Kokona manages to break out. Um, uh, while I think like Yaya gets the best of them in this one, right? Um, yeah. So like in this one, we get kind of more of the backstory of Yayaka and Kokona through this fight. Uh, cause mm-hmm. Yayaka like wants to maintain her connection to, um, the weird space, the weird Coconut. space, the weird oh. space clanman, as well as Kokona. Uh, yeah, but she's kind of at odds because Kokona's working for you know uh, this different organization, and it's kind of like there's a like it's an opportune moment because there's a you know a wedge between uh, Papika and Kokona in in that uh, Papika's having these weird like. At this point, we don't know what it is, but we'll just spoil it. It's uh, flashbacks um, and of this person who looks a lot like Kokona, but whose name is Mimi. Um, so Kokona is kind of uh, disoriented by that. So it leads to Yayaka uh, uh, and the twins kind of being able to get the better of them while we're getting this backstory that Yayaka knew um has known Kokonosha since she was little. Uh, eventually, we'll we'll get more into that. I, I don't think it. I don't think Does it's it? this episode that they tell us 
that she was working with this organization since then. Is it? It is. It is. Whereas she does say that she was recruited to watch Kokona from a young age. And then she was tasked with taking Kokona's shard from her thigh. Right. The one that's kind of embedded in her. All the other shards, I think, were already collected. Is what we kind of, the impression Mm. I got. So now you've got to go get the last shards, which is like the ones that Kokona and Papika have inside them. Uh, anything else on episode nine? Uh, Yayaka can't do it. She saves Kokona from the twins, and then Yayaka starts getting in trouble with her, um, her the organization. All right. So by episode ten, uh, Papika has her memories back, right? Mm, no, she just remembers that Mimi was her old partner. Okay. 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 So. I, well, yeah. I think that's the end of episode nine. I think they start, she does start remembering stuff in episode 10. But she doesn't want to tell Kokona for whatever reason. Hmm. Drama. Yeah. That's that's a lot of the end of the show. Um, in this one, do they get the the last shard in episode 10? The, the uh, space clansman? I don't remember what their organization is called. Uh, yes. I never got a name for yeah. them. Uh, uh, they never really called them anything. They, honestly, the, like, yeah, I'm looking at a few things right now. They're just called the Mysterious Organization and a bunch of them. Helpful. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to keep calling them Space Clansmen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the one, uh, episode 10, um, the organization that, uh, or Flip Flap, I should just call them uh, Flip Flap. Uh, comes under attack um, by uh, Yayaka and uh, the other two. This is where... No, Yayaka, Yayaka was uh, with Flip Flap because she got hurt the previous episode. Right. And she was unconscious. So they were taking care of her. The, the, the twins uh, and, and the rest of the... Uh, the, the, the Space Clan men send like, their like, weird assassin robots in. Because uh, Flip Flap is like an under... A, a literal underground organization um <laughs> bizarre, bizarre with a lot of traps yeah, and, yeah. uh yeah hidaka is a crazy person <laughs> is kind of what i gather from the design of their base so a lot of this episode is them trying to escape uh from flip flap um a lot, a of, lot fighting. of fighting um and uh papika gets away coconut technically gets away uh she's uh, escapes to her grandmother's house who it turns out i'm not sure if it's in this episode or in the next episode but fucking i'm just gonna spoil it anyway uh turns out Gram- yeah that's the end of okay this episode. turns out grandma was working with space clansmen all along um and wasn't actually her grandmother potentially uh so she just i think she like tranks her or something or like we put something in her tea or something and um uh, pa- or papika take two uh coconuts uh whisked away uh to well uh, yeah well we this, learned that you skipped a huge if you part. have all the shards if you have all the shards you can control you can control pure illusion, pure yeah. illusion and that's what they were the cult was yeah. going for so and also before uh coconut gets taken that's when we learn who Mimi is and who Salt is. We do get a flashback mm. from that. 
In this episode, I thought that was episode 11. No, it's episode 10. It was in this episode a month since we finished the show. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we watched all these four episodes together, so they do kind of blur five episodes so, a bit. So that's yeah, right, that's right. We watched the last five. Um, so, okay, so we get the flashback in this episode where we learn that Mimi is, in fact, Kokono's mother. And Papika was her partner and would go into pure illusion with her. Um, why she's young again? I don't remember. <laughs> Did they I, ever explain that? I, um, n- no. Okay, good. So I'm not. I'm not just misremembering. I don't think they do. It, it's not the alcohol that's making me forget. Okay, that's all I need to know. <laughs> so okay, so yeah, I, I did miss that part. So at this point, Poppy has escaped. Who and she now remembers her um, her past um, with Kokona's mom. Um, Kokona gets captured by uh, the space clansman. Uh, I think at this point, uh, either. I think it's told, uh, the the boy twin is severely injured, um, and has to go back to their base for medical treatment with uh, his sister, which yeah. kind of sets up. Um, the, and then we also meet like the third child from there, Nunu. <laughs> I forgot about Nunu because she's so fucking unimportant. Okay, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. <laughs> Lord, sorry. Yeah, they do introduce because like because Yu Yu and Toto are like these like prodigies. They're you know completely emotionless. They're like practically designed to be uh, killers, or maybe not just killers, but like you know fixers of some sort who have no emotion and just go in and get the job done, no matter what the job is. And they introduce Yu Yu, who is like this cutesy different type, and I'm like, oh god, she's gonna be like a mass murderer. Like this is their mass murderer. You know, fuck it. I'm just going to spoil it now. Never gets addressed. Never gets addressed. So no. weird. Anyway. <laughs> any you guys have anything to say about that? Okay. No. What uh, what episode are we on? We're, we're still on 10. I, I just jumped uh, ahead because... 10 and 11. I, we're kind of in 11. Yeah, we're at 11. Because, yeah. yeah, so... It's all... <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on here. Um, because I remember the episode... The end of episode 10 is when Mimi possesses Coconut. Revealing that she is her mother. Okay. And this yeah. is when we get like a split personality kind of thing where, where Coconut is living within her own head, but her mom is kind of driving the ship, so to speak. Uh, and the, guess, only, yeah. the only time they split is uh, is when they go into pure illusion. Is it one of these episodes, they actually have the full-blown, like, backstory. That is in the back half of the... Most of episode okay. 11 is um, talking, is, like, showing what happened with, like, Salt and So everyone. I really enjoyed episode 11 for yeah. that reason, because it was like, oh, it was that aha moment. I was like, ah, yeah. oh, thank God. Um, we get that M- Mimi was this, like, prodigy... Like a like a real special psychically gift kid. She, yeah, she had some way to getting to pure herself, like without without anything else. She could just loop there. She's in pure illusion because she decided to. Um, they bring Coconut on board. I don't remember exactly why. Like 
Poppycock. Uh, sorry. Other, well, they yeah, had a bunch two. of like test subjects. They were trying to find someone with a good impedance. That's right. So like, impedance was is was the the way they like teamed up and stuff like that. That's right. 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 Um, and and like Salt was working underneath his dad as a child. <laughs> yeah, in this lab kind of place, and and then they built a machine called Elpis, which was a uh, machine that lets him choose where to go in pure illusion. So it gave like some control mm. over it, but like you had to be in there and like Salt's father like went in there and then he came out kind of screwed up. He be- he came out a fanatic. <laughs> Fucking yeah. nuts. And then that caused like a rift between Salt and Mimi. Well, and because, then, uh, because like they were already at that point like like, I don't know, kind of involved yeah, with each other. Like it a time like. skip. Yeah, they're older now. I mean, yeah. they're clearly involved with each other. Yeah. Because. <laughs> yeah. Turns out Salt, who had been kind of heading up this organization called Flip Flap, was Coconut's dad. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, I mean, it wasn't hard to, like, after, like, when you started watching this episode, you kind of figured where it was going. Uh-huh. Um and it like you know the 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 dad Salt's dad who we mentioned before kind of went fanatic. He turns turns out he's the leader of uh, of the space clan organization, um, and like the way they kept her in check uh, was by catching her on the run, and she was pregnant, and letting her keep her child so long as she's you know stayed around. Yeah. Because Mimi, Mimi and Papika mm, escaped, yeah. but Salt didn't go with them. Salt blamed. Yeah, he refused for the state of his father. Yeah, and then yeah, while on the run, Mimi has Kokona, and then they somehow get captured again, and that, mm. then the dad uses Kokona as the leverage for Mimi. I I maintain it's because Salt is an idiot. When oh, someone says, sure. "I have something to tell you," and then. Immediately, their hand goes to their stomach, and they are female. And you had sex recently. I think she means she's I hungry. Think, I think I could put two and two together, even at my most drunk. <laughs> even at my most fucking drunk. Uh, God, that bugged me so much. It's like, uh, I, yeah. at the very least, make it like less obvious. <laughs> you're writing this uh but yeah so it was actually but aside from that that one bit that bugged me it was a, it was a decent backstory and yeah. um kind of paved the way i guess from there we kind of go back to the this present. is where it's muddy so correct yeah. me if i'm wrong or correct me if you got something else that i didn't but so the reason that uh Mimi was able to live on was she kind of escaped into pure illusion and just kind of became pure illusion. Eh, not really. Uh, kind of became a part uh, of pure illusion. I think she's just See, in. This, this, I think she's a part mm, of it. See. Or just living in it. Like there's. But she has no real body. Yeah. So she has to possess her I, daughter. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah, that's and, what I can Based on understand. Her, her, her anger at salt at the the space clanman and you know her i guess it wouldn't technically be her father-in-law but you know let for for uh-huh. argument's sake her anger at all that she's like you know what humans are scum fuck all this shit i just want to live with my daughter in this supernatural See, wonderland 
I. She does it all for her well, daughter. She does say that all for her daughter. Pure illusion is all for Kokona. Mm. Um, my take on this is that pure illusion, in and of itself, is the dark personality that becomes Mimi, and that with the you know pure illusion's help, regular mom Mimi escapes into pure illusion and can't escape from it because she loses control of it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see how that's the like. This is this is the problem with the end of the. Show. I mean, the problem and the interesting aspect of the end of the show uh-huh. is that there's a lot you can say about it, and there's a lot like, but it's it's not definitive, which makes it slightly unsatisfying, but at the same time, fun to kind of talk about. Yeah, yeah, because like at this point, like Mimi's basically a god in mm. pure illusion. Mm-hmm. It's well, hell, realm. she's she's a god outside. Because when she takes control of Coconut's body, she turns people into plants. It's yeah, a weird, and that's not in pure because, illusion. Because like she has all the like she has all the shards and everything at this yeah. point, and yeah, she just gets like she's like a super psychic powered. She's being. like, oh, you're part of this crazy cult thing. Well, guess what? Plants are growing out of you now. Enjoy. Uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, because she's mad at Papika too because, like, she didn't protect Kokona, which is totally unfair. I mean, but it's yeah, just... yes and no. Like, yeah, I mean, if Papika had—I don't know what Papika was supposed Papika to do. If Papika had had her memories, <laughs> then maybe she could have kept her away from Flip Flap and anything else, like, or tried to to protect her from pure illusion to begin with, instead of you know being the catalyst by which she first enters pure illusion. But that's not yeah. really a realistic thing for Mimi to have wished, considering the this organization would never have stopped hunting for Pop. Oh, hell, not even hunting. They had Poppyka. Yeah, I completely forgot because she was living with her quote unquote grandma. Mm-hmm. So it's like it didn't matter either way. So yeah, it is unfair. Yeah. But at the same time, in Mimi's state, like the state she kind of left the real world in, it. It's understandable that years of just festering hatred would would turn her into that. She was one of the most believable mm-hmm. characters to me, honestly. Like uh, like a mom yeah. that, that had to go through that and had to live in this other world, like away from her daughter. The one thing that she you know that she loved outside of Papika until the end. Yeah, I, I can imagine her being, and especially when she getting superpower. Yeah, she's gonna fuck some shit up. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh now we get to the ending. <laughs> uh so you guys are gonna have to correct me a, a lot on this one. Uh, <laughs> uh Papika uh like this is this is where Papika is still fighting Mimi, right? Mimi in coconut form. Or Yeah, because Salt got shot. That's right. Um, but Salt actually enters Pure Illusion, right? Yeah, because he goes to go get go to Elpis, yeah, that capsule right. thing, to enter mm. it. And then, like, Yayaka and Papika kind of team up to go save Kokona. And this is when Mimi actually does her own transformation or whatever. Um, well, yeah, and yeah. we kind of, like, go through some of the earlier worlds again. Mm. Right. This was kind of interesting. Like, going through the, the older worlds was interesting. 
Um, I don't recall. Like, they fight, like, uh, Kokona. Kokona eventually, like, because the, the whole time, like, they're fighting and stuff like that uh, beforehand, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mimi is is also sitting in a boat with Kokoda, telling her, oh, you only need to be here, just kind of reassuring her, you don't need anything else. Eventually, mm-hmm. Kokona breaks out of that kind of mental state, if I remember correctly. So, yeah, so what it was is um, she eventually gets put into, like, a cage. It was like a tree with bars, <laughs> essentially. and um, the, the Asana prison. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, Papika is fighting against Mimi, and Mimi is attempting to rewrite Papika's memories because there was mm. one memory from uh, when Mimi uh, was in the real world when they were on the run about her wish for Kokona in the future, mm. and she was rewriting it, trying to you know get Papika to stand down. Um, and while. Mimi is doing that to Papika. The true Mimi, the powerless Mimi, uh, appears behind Kokona and tells her, you know, what her wish was essentially, and that she, her wish was that Kokona can make the own, like her own decision, her own decisions in life. Um, and with that knowledge, she's able to help Papika, you know, remember what the memory was, and then they break her out, and then start fighting against Mimi together. They go flip-flap mode on her. Yeah, they get like another transformation. Mm-hmm. Uh, even ultimate, ultimate-er, ultimate transformation. Yeah. <laughs> um, I believe after they beat Mimi, uh, uh, Papika or Kokona goes back with Yayaka and Papika decides to stay back and, and with Mimi in pure illusion. <laughs> it's so weird. It, it was uh, really weird. Honestly, the last 20 minutes of the show made no damn sense to me. Oh, I have a note here on the young Papika. Uh-huh. First note of episode 13. Papika is holding Mimi, but before Mimi gives baby coconut to her in a white light, then Papika... Because is naked on a beach and ages down next to a giant tree. <laughs> yeah. If this show sounds confusing to any of you who haven't watched it, yeah, Matt. I'm sure there's something there. I just. Yeah. I don't know. The, like. But at this point, like, the whole world's just kind of getting screwy from, like, pure illusions, like, seeping out or yeah, something. It might also when... have been just, like, like, crunch period. They had 13 <laughs> episodes to finish a show. This, like,. Con, like I want to say convoluted, but like complex, and maybe a two core would have been better, or yeah. or the boogie pop thing where you have more than just like when you have like eighteen episodes, which is a weird number for a season. But you know, fuck it, go for it. But yeah, the the last the <sighs> last last few minutes are very unclear of what really happens because it seems like they're in pure illusion at the very end. Yeah, so. Because so this is when Salt goes in with his dad's equipment, and then Salt reunites right. with Mimi, the true mm-hmm. Mimi. And I forget what Salt does. Uh, Salt meets you. Jeez. Oh, uh huh. Stream of consciousness notes. So like, I know. <laughs> I like. Uh, 
so Salt, he comes up and he interrupts like the evil Mimi's power. Uh-huh. Uh because like he's he's adding a new layer to pure illusion. Okay. Is what I have here. And then like normal Mimi shows up to protect him from like evil Mimi. And uh then like the world's like collapsing around them. And, yeah. Uh Evil Mimi transforms again and starts sucking everything up. And nice Mimi comforts Salts to believe in their daughter, Kokona. And uh, yeah, then Salt meets the younger version of himself, but tells him off that he acknowledges his mistakes and willing to live with him. Like he didn't want to change what happened. Like, uh, I think maybe like what happened with the Aroha stuff earlier, possibly, is what he's referring to. But he's content with the decisions he made, and not content, but like he's willing to live with the mistakes yeah. he made, which is probably one of the, his by far his best moment mm-hmm. in the show. It's like, cool, I made a mistake, you know, I made some stupid decisions, but it's my decisions. And from there, like the world just kind of collapses around yeah. them. Yeah, because this, like, man. Because, like, the salt kind of, like, disrupted evil Mimi's power. Mm -hmm. And, like, I think think it has, like, the conclusion is, like, you know, Kokona and Papika realize that they love each other. And that's really the magic that breaks the power of pure illusion. And what really kind of destroys bad Mimi for some reason. Yeah. Uh, it's like salt stays behind. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Sure. Sure. And we see them go. Well, we like, <sighs> uh-huh. Apika and coconut. No, we see them both leaving and then Papika like wanting to stay to talk to Mimi more. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. And then Kokona wakes up in Sayuri's place. But like everything is like normal looking. Yeah. Like like more normal well, than so outside of pure it, illusion it's normal. Like, it's it's really, I think, I think it's awful. I think it's awful editing, awful storytelling. Because, so, Yayaka takes Coconut out of Pure Illusion, out of the hole in the sky or whatever. And then, yeah, we see Papika flying back to Mimi. And then, and then Coconut breaks back into Pure Illusion. Then it's a hard cut to her waking up in bed. No, that, that would have been like the better edit because I think if I recall correctly, again, it's been a month since we saw this, where uh, we got no hint that she came back in the original, in, like, the actual show. Because we get, like, the her smashing the gate or whatever after the um, normal world, like, but they were still... Ultimately, she was still in pure illusion, but after that whole realization, and then we see them fly and like break the exit. Like it, it was like the editing was weird where 
like a short scene, if they put it beforehand, it would give us a hint about what was going on. But because we didn't get that slight hint, we were just kind of confused or made to believe this is the real world. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I couldn't tell you, man. I don't know. Uh, because I'm pretty sure in the end. Anim- <laughs> okay, so I'm, yeah, I'm kind of like scrubbing through the episode here. Because I believe what it was was we see her like leave, and then it goes right to her waking up. No, <laughs> it doesn't. So it, we see, man, what is happening in this damn episode? Um. Oh, okay. So they destroy Mimi. Uh, Salt and Mimi have their reunion. They destroy okay. evil Mimi. Yeah. Papika goes back and sends out Coconut. Okay. And we're fading to black. And... Yeah, okay. Then she wakes up. And then, yeah, we see all the weird stuff. Well, normal no. stuff. <laughs> well... Well, it starts off kind of like normal-ish. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, sure. But like the... Like, Kokona runs into like Sayuri and then Hidaka and then Yayaka and Ukskul looks like a normal rabbit. Yeah. And then she goes back to the pipe and like Papika's there. Yeah. Yeah. And then she remembers that she broke back in somehow. Yes. Yeah, because there's like no hint that there was anything but her just leaving. It... Why? Why yeah, doesn't it's, she it's, remember? It's a really, really weird ending. Like that's a like this this is like there's a lot I won't say there there's a lot of things that kind of bug me about the show, but I still really, really, really liked it. But the ending by the ending I was like, what is happening? And, and I remember I feel bad for not remembering exactly what was said, but people went back and actually looked and found out that like different things are explained in the, like the, um, like the Blu-ray booklet or whatever, or something like that. Yeah. I went and, yeah, I used share And and that's fine. And like, if that's something like that they did for people who bought the Blu-ray, cool. But my argument is if it's an anime original, (laughs) it should be absolutely, it should be in the anime. Like, if it wasn't an original and they just couldn't fit it in, budget constraints, that happens. It sucks. It it doesn't make the show a good show, but, like, I can understand it. But if this is an original and that's something you wanted to say, it's got to go in your show, man. It it can't go to, like, hey, read this other thing and you'll get the whole story. No, that doesn't cut it. Uh, I mean, for, for certain things, maybe it would. Um... I argue that you probably should read um, at least a little bit of history before playing the Fate game because I think you'd get a lot more out of it. <laughs> but that's because the Fate series or Fate franchise is kind of driven interest, whereas this is just a one shot. So if it's a one shot, you got to get everything in that one shot or everything that's uh, pertinent, especially to the end. So that's the way yeah. we're that's the way we end is on a really okay, confusing. So- yeah, so here's here's what I said from the from the booklet uh, with the the Glee Collector's Edition of the Blu-ray. 
the world depicted in episode 13, beginning in Sayuri's house, represents our own real world. The animated story, as well as the world we see every day outside, um, are actually both the same reality, one slice of an ever-continuing pure illusion. In the story of the show, the girls enter the forest and embark on an adventure, encountering mysterious experiences on their journey before safely returning to the forest. Like Hansel and Gretel, they experience a sort uh, of rite of passage. In other words, they now have a new life. But the story doesn't end there. The girls set off on a new journey through the continuing pure illusion. What? Mm. That explains nothing. <laughs> so, was it all pure illusion? Is that what we're supposed to get out of that? It kind of seems like his life is a pure yeah, like a fifty-fifty kind of thing. I don't know, but hmm. before safely returning to the forest, safely returning to the forest tells me that it wasn't like the real world wasn't pure illusion. Because pure illusion doesn't seem terribly safe. But in the anime, when they safely return to the forest, they're in pure illusion. Isn't the forest outside her school? Oh, you're talking about the episode 13. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because then, like, after they meet up, they transform, and then they fly Mm -hmm. toward the exit. And everyone's waiting for them back in the world of... The original world in Flip Flappers? Uh, sure. (laughs) Like, the the quote-unquote real real Uh Flip Flappers world, where they seem to exist in most of the series... And not pure illusion. Maybe pure illusion is just a deeper dive. They're actually like they're in another world within another world. Like oh my god, Inception. Yeah, yeah. Inception levels of I don't know. Like that's that's it's it doesn't diminish from like what I enjoyed about the rest of the show. But as a story overall, it's very very confusing. Um, yeah. Which yeah. it, which does diminish, which will I think diminish its score from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, but that uh, that isn't to say that like a lot of it wasn't worth watching. Sure, um, but yeah, like like that that trying to square that circle was very hard for me at the very end. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I would okay. I, I would love to have like a director come up and be like, "This is what's going on." Yeah. The other thing, uh, reading more of Ayu's comment about it. Like the thing that I was baffled by the most kind of was that salt couldn't stay with Mimi or Mimi couldn't stay with salt. But does like why? Because I guess he can't be in pure illusion except for through that machine and she can't come back to the real world for some reason that they never explain. So they have to separate. I don't I don't know. Yeah. Like what happened to face? I don't remember explaining what happened to Mimi's body well, that's the thing so so my like theory you know is that evil mimi is pure illusion itself um and that regular mimi got sucked into pure illusion and gave up the power of pure illusion to protect coconut mm. but from there what is that black portal they use to go into Eero's memories Okay, how does so that connect? The black portal into Eero's memories, and this is just me kind of spitballing off of uh-huh. what I've learned in school. Is kind of like like pure illusion is like what I kind of imagine it as is collective unconsciousness. Have you heard this term before? 
Yeah. It's a it's a yeah. Jungian psychology kind of thing. Um and and that right there is kind of like it like it's what I love about Persona is that it's it's a lot of a a, a well, I mean Persona actually deals with personality, which is yeah, you know, a psychology thing. But so it's like like those portals are are people who are slightly more, for lack of a better term, because I'm not a medical person, please don't hate me for this, fucked up than the rest of us <laughs> mentally. Um, or maybe have like a, a hang up or something like that. Kind of kind of like the Persona games where um, more to the point with Persona 4 where the, the, the whole um, premise of the game was accepting the the worst parts about yourself, the, the parts that you don't want to look at, the parts that are nasty for lack of a better term because you like mm-hmm. you know that this is inbuilt within you and you're more prone to it but you deny it as much as you can and that was like the kind of persona four theme and that's kind of what the portals are in pure illusion that is my take on it 100 i <laughs> not entirely sure that's that's what it is but that's 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 what made the most to sense to me there you go thank you so it's it's like it's an interesting because, show to, yeah. to talk about for sure. Because pure illusion is like, especially when Mimi's controlling it, is able to alter reality. Mm. Um, and so those gates, and we only really get to see like the gate for Iroha, is like the ability of pure illusion to affect her reality. I guess that's how I take that. Yeah, yeah, it's a two way street. It's also interesting, though, that like every pure illusion portal that they go into is a different theme on like we, we, we talked about this while we were watching the show that it feels like a different nod to like a different anime. So this mm. is this kind of is what what I where I fed my my thought of collective unconsciousness, collective unconscious, unconscious, <clears throat> excuse me, alcohol is kicking in uh, <laughs> is is. um what do you call it? Uh, you know, like all of us kind of have this, these latent thoughts that are kind of the same, which is why we all have sort like, uh, like similar folk folklore, et cetera, et cetera, which is why like all the, the, the different places are places that you'd see in like different anime or different stories, like a horror setting, a literal Mad Max or desert Mm -hmm. punk type setting, you know, like Mm -hmm. an Alice in Wonderland setting. There's so many Alice in Wonderland stories in anime. Um, so it's like, Yes, Mimi can control them, but because it's because everyone has this on their mind that she that she twists it to. I don't know. It, it's I, I'm not mm. sure. Me, Dark Mimi was was controlling the early the early ones. I because I feel like she'd make herself known so much sooner, so much sooner than that. Unless she, yeah, like, well, she well, unless she was. was go ahead. No, I, there's no reason for her to. No, you know, there, make an appearance. There is there's one reason I can see for her for her not showing up early and just being okay. like, Hi, give me my daughter is as long as like as soon as they had all the crystals, then yeah. she could be like, All right, now I'm gonna possess my daughter. Now I now I possess pure illusion. Like I don't think she was pure illusion beforehand. I think she was living in pure illusion as a duality, as the side as the side of her who hated humanity for everything it had done to her and as a side that was just kind of like regular Mimi. Well, yes. Carlos, Mimi does show up early on. One of the few, one of the first scenes in the show, we get Kokona having the repeated dream in the boat. Yeah. Yeah. But that's girl. A, I, mean, I mean, that's a and dream it opens. At, 
I know, but we see that like three to four times. Well, how's it different from pure well, illusion? Pure illusions, they, they actually uh, affect stuff. Like in a, yeah, in your dreams, like, do you go into portals and affect people's mentalities? Please don't. Well, is is this the dream world or real life? Uh, yeah. See, that's the, that's the confusing uh, part about this. Yeah, one yeah, of the many. I, but I get what you're I'm just saying. Here, saying like, she's. I'm just saying. Like presence. maybe like. Yeah, there's something like Mimi is there, and this is a repeated dream that Coconut has, right? But we see it three or four times, and each time we see like a little bit more, a little bit more of this uh, sequence she's having with who we eventually find out is Mimi. Um, that it's like it could be like some bleed over, or just Mimi just watching out for her daughter. I don't know. Yeah, because um, she doesn't make an like, appearance she... until Coconut is actually threatened in. Like real life, I don't know. Yeah, it's very. Know. I'm just. I'm like. I. I really. I have nothing else. It's, yeah. It's a very confusing show, but at the very least, it was. It's a lot of fun to talk about. To yeah. to speculate about. Because um, everyone has different ideas of. <laughs> yeah. No. How this it could list, go. listening to you guys because we we you know for for those of you listening um, at home or wherever you are, um, what do you call it? Like we don't really like we we talk very briefly about the end of the show after we finished it and then we yeah. set it aside uh, because uh logan and i usually have other podcasts uh, to do before um a spoiler cast and like in this case it's been a month so kind of seeing where you guys are at after a month is really interesting <laughs> uh, because like it, it seems like we're all kind of coming at it from different angles and I, I i think that is one thing to its credit for sure even though the ending is is super confusing and i don't think in very well done uh, yeah i um, would say it's bad honestly it, it's it's still it's still what do you call it the fact that it invokes this much conversation is definitely to its credit for sure so but uh, that's flip yes. flappers <laughs> that is flip flappers yeah um, oh. my brain hurts. Yeah, it might be the so, alcohol. <laughs> I need let's uh, let's go through our uh, our usual questions here. What do we like? Uh, the animation, for sure. It's a visual treat. Holy yeah, cow, the animation! Some of, some of these are it's gorgeous. Gorgeous, very colorful. It's it's clearly directed by a guy who does key animation. <laughs> God, I just remembered something. I can't believe we forgot about the most important thing about this show. The robot turns into a bigger robot with a brain. Oh god damn it! Yes, at the end, at the end, it in a slightly. I'm not even going to give it the credit for calling it a climactic scene. In a scene at the end that is slightly stirring, uh-huh. he, the robot turns into a bigger robot with a brain. And you know who helps him? Who helps him do that? New 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 new. Who again matters? <laughs> role. Absolutely, like she doesn't matter at all. She she is idiom mode. She's the super anime cute. Not have ended the way that it did without her. Without New New shooting him in the brain. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, yes. Yeah, so, uh, uh, what I liked about uh-huh. the anime: the first eight episodes. Uh, the first what? Yeah, eight episodes. That. First eight episodes were dynamite. I see. I am very much kind of the opposite there, where I loved episodes ten, eleven, and twelve. Um, I mean, I like them we, as well. Where we got the backstory, uh, you know, I'm not very big on. And this is, it's a weird thing to say 
because I love slice of life and stuff like that. But like one off episodes really don't kind of do it for me. Uh, mm. That's the reason I don't really care for like Cowboy Bebop or Space Dandy. Um, not that I think that they're bad shows in any way. It's just not the kind of show just that not, I can. You watch. like you like longer arcs. Yeah. Um, Logan, so, for the rest of the anime community, how dare you? I know. How, how dare you enjoy and and you know like what you like? How I know. <laughs> I, I'm a true monster in that way. Um, but yeah, so the just kind of the nature of those first episodes, while enjoyable in and of themselves, were not necessarily um, doing it for me. I I could see I could see that. I mean, I I I will say like. It might be cop out answer, but episode one through through twelve for me. I mean, sure. I, I I liked okay. So the the ones I would take out, uh, the robot episode, uh-huh. I didn't really need it. I I you know, mech. There's cer- certain mechs I like, certain mechs I don't like, and that one was just that was fun. I just, I just so much fun. It. I was like, okay, that that <laughs> happened. Hooray! Um, let's 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 get back Great to the episode. story. Uh, th- there were one off one off episodes I loved. Um, um, but yeah, like it, it wasn't until like episode 13. The only thing I didn't like about it was the way it ended. I felt like it could have been a lot better overall. I think this was a really, a really well done an- anime, but I just, I feel like I, the ending could have been handed, handled much, much, much better. Um, what else? What else did we like? Uh, OP and ED. I don't really want to say this because it feels bad, but not not really anything to write home, home about. Like the ending was fun; it was cute. Uh, the yeah. OP was fine, kind of standard, really. Um, yeah, it's not like in some other shows we've done where it's like ED comes on or like OP, and like I I do like listening to the music and watching it. Uh, I don't remember having that feeling with Flip Flappers, where it's like, man, I need to watch this ed while everyone else is uh you know between episodes right 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 um character wise um i i liked yayaka's story quite a bit um mm-hmm. i agree i agree i really I liked yayaka i actually liked mimi's story quite a bit even though it's a little weird to say i actually really enjoyed her story the no i love mom mimi okay good good <laughs> well i yeah. i just i i love like the idea that like i don't want to say like that a mom can be a bad guy that's awful but like you know that that protective nature can be used for evil as well as good um sure is is a, an amazing like premise honestly like I, yeah. I i i'm sure we've seen it before but i can't really think of anything right now it might be um mm-hmm. because i've been drinking but um <laughs> the character that I like the most, hmm. um, and this is usually the case for me, um, for a lot of anime, uh, is Sayuri, and she just got not enough screen time in general. The uh, she was the the headphones wearing right uh, assistant who right. seemed to have a thing for salt, but she just didn't have anything going on. I mean, yeah. she was cute. She was super cute, but she yeah, they, they never cute. wrote anything because for her. I was. So, I, I want to know. There, there are a lot of questions. Like, why is she here? First of all, how did she get mixed up in all this? Um, yeah. Well, like, what what is her role in this story other than being part of Flip Flap? 
And how did Flip Flap even get made? See, for me, though, like, at least she, like, I don't I want to say this, like, because I thought she was really cute, and I was kind of hoping for something from her, too. But at the very least, I can write her off as, like, a, I don't know, she got mixed up because she is some kind of, like, she just seemed like a secretary, honestly. She just kept bringing people kind tea. Kind of, yeah. But yeah. Nunu, they build Nunu up as, like, here is yeah. the child that replaced these twins. And sure. it's like, yeah. No, she's going to replace Oh, Yaya. yeah, nothing happens. <sighs> and it's like, she's super cute, but, like, very clearly willing to do dirty work. You know, like, dirty deeds, stone dirt sheep kind of shit. But uh-huh. she just, nothing happens outside of <laughs> her shooting the robot in the brain and turning him into a bigger robot because that's how robots work. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, anything else we like before we, because we've already started dipping into stuff that we're, we like less. <laughs> Uxcule. I love Uxcule. Yeah. But yeah. Buff that's bunnies, right. best bunnies. Yeah. <laughs> what a man. Yeah. <laughs> what a character design. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. For stuff we didn't like, I think we've, Pretty much touched on all of it. I haven't touched okay, on something I ahead. want to talk about. Uh, so this is a conversation I talked to Carlos about after we finished. Um, just a major turnoff for me in any story. Um, few exceptions, of course. There's always exceptions. There's no absolutes. Um, I'm really tired of uh, characters possessing or occupying the minds uh, of yeah, other characters. See, and I completely disagree with I this. I can't, I just can't deal with, uh, it's like, you look like you, but in your mind, you're this person or like the person, the person of the body belongs to has no control over it anymore. And it's being completely driven by somebody mm. else. Um, I just, and see, I, it mm. just completely turns me off, and I just hate that, hate that, hate that. In, every time, almost every time I in see my it, mind, I'm sure there's an exception. That was not Mimi. That was the desire of Mimi, not controlling, you know, the mom in any way, just like its own separate pure illusion. Oh no, I think she was. Were you talking about like, like, uh, like evil, evil? No, I'm talking yeah, coconut Mimi being possessed by coconut, yeah. Mimi. And then coconut having coconut? no control over her yeah, body. Evil, evil Mimi, um, Mimi possessing oh. coconut. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Sure. No. I, I, that is that. always like because that's that's not a uh, that's not like a thing that I look for in stories. Like, oh god, I can't wait to find the next brainwashing story. Okay, maybe uh-huh. in hentai. But yeah, if, oh, if I see like brainwashing <laughs> or mind control tags, but, I'm out. But it, it, it's not something. I I, it's not something I love or hate. It's so weird that you like that. That is your like. Have you read a whole lot of like the only thing I can think of? Have you read a whole lot of like fifties comic books? Because that was like a big thing in the fifties. Was like, oh, the commies are brainwashing our CIA agents and and making them into commie agents <laughs> no, and stuff like that. Like, is that <laughs> I. I can't really even say where it came from exactly. Uh, it's just a just a reaction. Just like you, you don't like the loss of agency. To that I do not like the loss of agency or a person like not being that is themselves and being controlled by that somebody is a else. Super interesting psychological thing. Like honestly, <laughs> I wish I had any kind of interest in the psychological fields because I would absolutely love to pick at that. But I am I am dumb. I'm science yeah, dumb. I'm so not, I'm not. 
I, I just, as soon as I realized that happened, I honestly kind of checked out for hmm. a little while because I just there, there have been a couple of, I think, I mean, I, I, I will agree in the past, there have been a couple that are like cop-outs. Um, uh, yeah. Most recently as, as a, a kind of a comic book fan, uh, well, most recently, this was like a, a year or two ago where they, like Marvel revealed that uh, Captain America was like a hydrant agent all the time and people lost their damn minds. And I'm like, I, I don't, I didn't read farther into that to see where that went. Hopefully that, that wasn't where it was. Cause that, that is a huge cop out, but um, I can see it being a cop out. But in this case, I didn't feel like it was that bad. It, yeah. it like, it didn't come as that big of a surprise when we knew about Mimi and all that stuff. Um, I, it definitely can be a bad thing, but in this case, I don't, I don't think it was that bad. I think it also didn't help me either uh, that Kokona's character, as you know, multiple characters told her throughout, she didn't really do much on her own. She didn't really have much of a drive mm. for much. And it's... I, <laughs> that on top of that, it's like she's... I, what I want to happen is for her to like break out and like be your own person. Well, wasn't that the point and of just, part of that it? That was the point. That yeah. was, yeah. that was the point, but I just didn't that feel the like the entire point. Yeah. Was that she, she couldn't make decisions <laughs> yeah. for herself. And, and that's why like dark Mimi was like, I, I just did, it didn't, it didn't land yeah. for me. Okay. No, I guess no, all no, I can that makes say. more sense. If it doesn't yeah. like that's, that's not something I can argue against. It's like when yeah, people, for sure. when people know it's like, pe- I see what they're mm. going for, but I still just, was underwhelmed by it's like when people tell me it's like sorry i didn't like love live it's like what am i supposed to say like i could do the whole like (laughs) shtick you know like ah how dare you yada 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 like like, (laughs) people always tell me that like they're sorry like they're they're real like they've offended me in some way like no i can't i can't tell you not to or to like something when you don't like it um things i didn't like i mean we've beaten the dead horse with the ending yeah and I've already said that the robot episode didn't really tickle my fancy. Um, honestly, everything we've talked about is like, like you said, um, uh, Sayuri not getting enough screen time, mm-hmm. uh, Nunu being introduced and, and not, not really doing anything. Like there's a bunch of characters, but 90% of the screen time is Papika. And, yeah, I, I, and like, then maybe Yayaka. Yeah. The um, twins didn't It's a decent amount. Hey, even I, twins, like, I love Yaya. Really like, I, I love Yayaka because she got fleshed out more. I think I think my biggest thing with this story can just be summed up, like my biggest complaint is just can be summed up, it should have been a two-core. Because then we could have fleshed other characters yeah. out a lot better. And I don't, like, with story writing like this, I feel like two cores could have fleshed out more characters and could have fleshed out the ending a lot more. Yeah, because in my point of view, Yayaka's, like, one of the only real characters. Mm, for sure. Uh, for me, because like Papika is basically just a puppy. She's <laughs> a puppy. puppy, but yes, she's an adorable puppy, but she doesn't really have a character. Plus, there's the whole like memory and like aging thing, and like yes, this is all about coconut. Pure illusion can de um. can de age you apparently. Um, anything else uh, from you, Logan? Before we move on, no. Okay. I think I said it. I think actually the episode where like Papika is like changing from like appearance Mm. to appearance really dials in the fact that she doesn't really have a character. (laughs) 
I mean, she does. She does in the backstory for sure. I mean, she she's she's a puppy, but she grows up. Yeah, like she current, grows up into like, like a really good friend. The puppy cut that Coconut yeah, knows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not the Papika that Mimi yeah, knows. I, I like the Papika that Mimi knows quite a bit. I, I would want more of her. She seems like a vulnerable um, person. Yeah, she seems great. It's it's hard to ask this next question that we usually ask. Um, how does this stack up to to other animes from the genre? I don't know what fucking genre this would fall into. <laughs> Sci-fi? Uh, uh, the only thing I could stack it up against would be like Kill a Kill. <laughs> or something like that. It's, but... Even then, uh, that, like I feel like the not really. Genres according mm-hmm. to Mal: sci-fi adventure, comedy, magic. I think sci-fi adventure is a pretty solid place to put magical it. girl. Come on, it's a sci-fi adventure magical girl show. <sighs> I don't. I, I still can't. Don't think I can really stack it up against anything else. Uh, yeah. Huh. <laughs> It does well on its own. I'm amused. I'm amused by the recommendations mm-hmm. on Mall. The most recommended is Humanity Has Declined, <laughs> which is a... As someone who loves Humanity Has Declined, I don't see it. Hmm. What, what, what else? <laughs> uh, the next one, uh, Kyoso Giga, which is closer. Oh, um, here, I got one. Kyoso Giga is an interesting oh, parallels awesome. with like... Uh, another world kind of thing yeah, should... and a girl with magical powers and like the relationship between like her family that's essentially mom, her family yeah. thing there's like there is a lot of parallel oh i can my God. We should definitely watch see with Giga Giga. as a uh, group yeah. watch all the other recommendations we don't finish make, it in two know, weeks too who cares um i'll know zero both shit endings <laughs> well then in that case Roka like if we're just going off, <laughs> yeah, off okay, bad yeah. endings Roka Braves the uh-huh. Six Flowers Gangsta yeah <laughs> um no but yeah I mean it does it does fun on its end on its own um as yeah, a discussion I, th- I think Kyosu Giga is probably like the best thing I could think of as a similarity there's, a, there's enough parallels there I can see yeah it. it's got that like style as well that flair yeah and a, amazing animation yeah. uh and some wtf yeah okay uh so who would we recommend this show to if anyone uh sakuga fans uh i don't know if you want to see like a cool action like crazy animation really creative color usage um cute girls fighting and <laughs> doing cute things it's cute girls doing cute things in other worlds uh you know i think that's all if you're into that honestly, kind of stuff give it honestly, a shot i i think i weirdly enough i wouldn't mind giving this to the like psychology department at my school and seeing what they can make of it i would really be interested i'd love <laughs> to know what they knew, what they thought uh, i'd have to explain quite a bit beforehand but i mean you know if they they weren't anime fans you always kind of have to give some disclaimers but yeah I, I i think it'd be an interesting thing to discuss with non-anime fans but the ending i might have to i might have to preempt the ending a little bit 
Anyone else? No, I don't think I would recommend it to anyone. Okay. Honestly. Well, then, it is time for us to give our scores and then to read off uh, the scores. Community um, first. Do theirs first. Yeah. yeah. We can do community first. Yeah, Save us for last. Let's... The best for last. <laughs> <use> the last. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's... Um, you want to take this first one, Eric from Crash? Uh, yeah. Uh, Crash chimed in. Uh, I feel like this sh- is a show I'll understand and appreciate more with another watch. Kind of like uh, Neon Genesis. Uh-huh. <laughs> Neon Genesis Thank Evangelion you. in that aspect for me. I like what I've seen. feel like another watch will help put it all together for me. Whether or not that's a detriment, I don't know. A plus in my book, though, because I feel that adds a rewatch factor to this. Characters were super fun. Art animation was astonishing. Almost like Gainax and Shaft had a child. Plot was fun at the beginning, then crazy weird near the end with some cool little details. I rather enjoyed the series more than I thought I would, especially because I dropped this at episode one when I was just getting into anime. Uh, Glad to see I was wrong. Feeling a strong four out of five. Really pushing towards a four and a half, though. At least that's what my gut is telling me. So four and a quarter? Uh, uh, we'll go with four since that's the <laughs> yeah, concrete one he gave us. That is the official number. Um, do you want me to go or you want to go, Carlos? Um, uh, <laughs> I'll take this one. Okay. Uh, Native or Native American on our Discord says, Greetings! Uh, Flip, Flap- Flip Flappers actually gave me some fully coolie vibes. It's fast-paced, beautiful to look at. A bit obtuse, uh, probably a sex metaphor, <laughs> and best girl is uh, is the weird one. I guess you like Poppy Guy, yeah. Poppy Guy. Everyone likes the puppy. Anyway, well, anyway, uh, <laughs> I found the show to be a ton of fun uh, with an odd story that I'm not sure I fully understand. I can't say my lack of understanding uh, of the story hindered my enjoyment, though. Uh, in fact, I'd say uh, it complemented the wacky nature uh, of whatever the fuck we were looking at. I don't really have uh, much bad to say about it other than I um, other than that I watched episode five before <laughs> episodes one through four, which kind of made it more confusing. That's the haunted, the haunted episode yeah. five. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Everybody has problems. <laughs> and then you <he laughs> use the Rico shrug them up. Uh, TLDR, uh, four, out of f- four out of five would flap again. And then he added a caveat. Flip Flappers is 100% a Neon Genesis Evangelion ripoff. Coconut can go into pure illusion because of mom powers, and in uh, Neon Genesis uh, Evangelion, Shinji can pilot Ava because of mom power juice. <laughs> uh, zero, <laughs> or zero out of five for plagiarism. <laughs> God damn it, dude. Uh, <laughs> uh, the last one we have here is from Ayu. Um, my thoughts on the show as a whole, I very much enjoy flip flappers. I think I liked it even more than the second time through. Um, it has so much creativity and fun woven into it. I think my favorite part of the show is the different aspects of pure illusion that they explore. The worlds were put together with so much care and detail. I also really liked the soundtrack. I thought that they did an excellent job using the music to set the mood and support the various settings in each episode. While I think the main plot line was a bit jumbled, and I'm still puzzling over the ending. I don't really see that as a fault. I think it leaves a lot of room to form your own picture of what you believe the show is trying to convey, and I'm okay with that. I think I'd stick with my original score of the show, which was a four and a half out of five. Okay. 
whoever was highlighting those paragraphs as I was reading them, you're the true monster. Uh, it wasn't me. Uh, <laughs> the only one person it could be. So hard to read. Have and it. you and you and you <laughs> live with him, so you guys have fun with I, that after. Yeah, we got beef after we're done. Um, <laughs> fight, fight, fight. Okay. I apologize for nothing. <laughs> so that leads. I didn't even realize I was doing it. I'm sorry. <laughs> that leads to us. Unconscious. Um, I'll go first since I probably have the most negative opinion of the three of us. Um, I think the show was a lot of fun. Uh, definitely a visual treat. But I think the ending was just atrocious. Um, and that really dragged things down for me despite how much I loved the previous three episodes before the end. Um, so I'm going to give this one a three out of five. Okie doke. Cuba. Since this is the order we have us in. <laughs> so, uh, I think, so they mentioned before, I love the first eight episodes. This was probably writing, this was writing super high with me, the first eight episodes, uh, probably like in your four and a half territory. Um, where all I'm hoping for is just stick the landing. And then it goes off in some directions I don't like. Uh, gets a bit convoluted. Um, I admittedly didn't pay as much attention as I probably should toward the end. Uh, and I had originally had it as a three and a half, but stewing for a month, uh, I have to drop it down to a three. Wow, uh, like further removed from it, like I just don't have as like good of feelings about it originally. Yeah. But uh, my love for the first eight episodes is eternal. And I'll <laughs> stick with those. They are an incredible treat. If you're going to watch one episode. With everything that I want to. Watch the desert hmm? episode. <laughs> but that is. Uh, it's so it good. Is. It is so good. Uh, it's just. Uh, unfortunately, there was a story that they wanted to tell. And I wasn't terribly interested in it with some of their. Uh, um, just. Uh, choices yeah it yeah just some of the choices and okay it just ultimately didn't work for me so uh i enjoyed episodes one through 12 i really enjoyed it uh there were ones that i liked less i like i already previously mentioned there were characters that i think should have gotten more and i didn't quite like the ending but one thing that kind of informs my score is the the amount of discussion we were able to pull off of it uh, off of a lot of the show like that's a big plus to me i love shows that mm. get me talking um because like there's a lot to be said about a show that like is just good it's just like plainly good but there's a lot more to be said about a show that makes you think and i appreciate that quite a bit um my score is actually a four out of five i'm Okay. I'm more in line with a lot. Like, I, I probably would have been a 3.5, but talking with you guys about it actually bumped it up for me. I think, I think, uh, I think discussion, like shows that drive discussion are much more interesting than shows that don't, even if their ending are oh, bad. Oh, for sure. Or even if their endings are bad. For um, sure. I would, I would much rather have an, a lively discussion about an anime than just be like, hey, did you see that show? Sure did. It was good. Yeah, I agree. All right, move on with our day. I mean, <laughs> I am thrilled that flip floppers yeah. exist. I mean, like there's and, and the like. Obviously, your guys' scores aren't bad; they're still above average. Um, oh, 
I think I think that the only thing that like the reason why I, I give it a, a bit more um, is because I like the whole thing, and I think even with uh, again all the negatives, episode six is like I, as much as I like you guys say like if you're gonna watch one episode, watch episode three. For me, if you're gonna watch one episode, watch episode six. It's really fucking good. It hurts to watch, but goddamn, it's good. <laughs> um, yeah, like that that one. If nothing else, I would it, like even if the rest of the show was complete garbage, it was a shit show, and like we hated it. I would always say, but yeah, watch episode six. Yeah, uh, this does make me excited though for like future Studio Three Hertz mm. projects, uh, like uh, Black Fox, which is an anime original, and then uh, Rifle is Beautiful, which is based off of a four coma. Girls with guns, <laughs> four coma. Uh, I'm there. I'm totally there. Uh, so I can't wait to see what more the studio does because uh, it's it's a treat. Yeah, but that's yeah, visually uh, good. That is flip flappers. We finally did it. <sighs> Only one and a half uh, what's time one hour and 50 minutes in <laughs> plus whatever our intro is last time i looked it was can you imagine minutes. how much <laughs> we're going to talk about scrap princess when it's 24 episodes oh my god oh my gosh those first four there's episodes a- there's so much to talk about <laughs> yeah we just started that is so. there record a halfway podcast sum it up in one sentence blonde girl's cute and <laughs> hate people um yeah so that was flip flappers uh if you would like to get in on our group watch um we do them pretty much every saturday uh unless not enough people can make it then we delay it um we are currently watching scrap princess um and we will be for the next five weeks at least um as of this recording um but if you would like to get in if your podcast what yeah if your podcasts are recorded yeah. Um. Yeah, if you want to get in and submit a show for us to vote on the next time voting comes up, um, you can hit us up on any of these, and we'll get you an invite to our Discord. We are on Twitter at the anime underscore arcade. We are on Facebook at facebook.com slash anime arcade. Our Instagram is at uh, the underscore anime underscore arcade. Our email is mail arcade at gmail.com and our website is animearcade.net. Let us know. We'll get you in here. You can talk anime with us. We've got all of our seasonal uh, threads up. Um, we've got our various mobile games. Uh, we haven't really talked about it, but Review Starlight came out. We're playing that. Fate um, goes in an event right now. The BB event. Soccer faces. Yeah. Um, Girls Frontline is in the deep dive event. Yay. Yay. Uh, there's a whole lot going on. Uh, like we talked about at the front, uh, a lot of people play League of Legends, um, and occasionally MSI started. Oh, yesterday. the playing yes. stage! I completely forgot. Yeah, me too. Shit! I need to go back and watch yeah. those. I'm so excited. Back to League of Legends. Yeah, like that's yeah. where we started this conversation, <laughs> with, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm too cognizant. I needed the beer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that's gonna do it for us this time. Uh, So thank you all for listening, and we will catch you later. See you next time.
Yeah.